Well, hello there, and welcome to Ask Alley, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Ask Alley is the longest-running metaphysical podcast on iTunes. I've been helping others through this podcast since 2005. Today is Monday, May 1st, 2017. I want to thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. Show your love and support the podcast and get some perks in return. Please visit AskAlleyPodcast.com. Now, again, I want to bring up that there have been some changes to this podcast. I took out the Tarot Overview of the Week. In its place is Joshua and Selena's um, messages for the week. And Joshua and Selena are two guides that um, talk to me quite a bit, but not for me anymore. <laughs> they ditched helping me. Uh, they're helping you guys, which is which is fine. But uh, they're here for their, their two cents. Um, for those of you who have left me reviews on iTunes, now Apple Podcasts. Thank you very much. Uh, I have gotten some books. Yay. Today is May 1st. Tomorrow is May 2nd, which is my 50th birthday at officially 6.50 p.m. Eastern Time. That's when I will officially be 50. If you have not sent a book in and you'd still like to, please do. Uh, If you're listening to this podcast and it's way past my birthday, you just found me and stumbled upon this podcast, um, please still send me a book. I love books, and um, <laughs> it doesn't matter when you send me one, as long as you send me one. Um, in case you don't know what kind of books I was looking for, it's a book that's important to you. It can be something from your childhood, your teens, your early 20s, your mid-60s. I mean, I don't care what the book is. I don't care what it's about. It can be a college textbook. I do not care. As long as it's important to you, send it to me. Make sure you put your name inside, and I will be very, very, very grateful. So as I'm doing this, this is my last day of being 49. Next time I talk to you guys, I will be 50, officially. So the address for the books is in the show's notes, right? Ask Allie has a Facebook page. Soul Terrific has an Instagram site. And the Soul Terrific webinar for May is May Manifest Miracles. And that will be happening this coming weekend for those who support the podcast. All right. So let's go to Joshua and Selena messages for the week. Now, my guides, your guides, not my guides. Oh, well, I'll call them mine just for simplicity. My guides, they like to, um, they speak in sound. And I have to translate it. And I don't always get it correctly. So, if I'm supposed to say, you know, door is what they meant, and instead I say uh, orangutan, um, the orangutan would totally be misplaced in what I'm saying. Uh, feel free to note that orangutan was probably the word I was not supposed to use. <laughs> and uh, fill in the blank uh, with the appropriate word. And these are generalized readings for the overview or generalized messages for the overview of the week. Not every message will apply to you. So please don't send me an email saying, you know, only one part of that, that whole shabiel that you, that Joshua and Cena were talking about applied to me. It should, everything should apply. Well, this podcast gets, you know, a few thousand downloads. You can't have one message one single message is going to happen to exactly the few thousand people who listen. It's going to be bits and parts. We're all different humans, all going through different life experiences. So, okay. So let's see what Joshua and Selena have to say today for you guys. Let's see what messages. 
<laughs> the first thing they say is don't be stupid with money. Um, they're, they're saying they may be, there might be some big purchases coming up this week. Do your research and don't, don't buy the first thing that comes across your path. And they're talking big ticket items. Um, things that you would spend at least 500 and above for. So be careful because if you buy the first thing without doing due diligence, you will get ripped off. <laughs> what they're telling me. That's not, that's not very good. So due diligence, guys. Um, the nerves of people aren't going to be as bad as they were last week. However, those who... Those who drive behind a wheel, I'm going to assume that's car, truck, bus, whatnot, drivers will still be distracted this week because of news they received in their personal life and because of world views. So there'll be a lot more, a lot of distractions this week on the road. Make sure you're paying attention. They stress, and I think they stress this at least once a week for people not to use your phones as you drive. Do not talk on your phone as you're driving. Do not text on your phone as you're driving. They don't care if it's what's called a hands-free experience. They just do not want you to be distracted this week when you're behind that vehicle. Because the, the odds are, are pretty high that either you're gonna be involved in an accident, either you causing it, or somebody else causing it because they weren't paying attention. Anything else about travel? Delays. If you're going someplace this week, prepare to be delayed. They're showing me road work. Now they're showing me pictures. Road work and um, cancel. I see cancel along the, um, the flights. So I don't know what's going on weather-wise this week, but they also say be careful with that. Love, love is blossoming. So if love is something that you're afraid of, it's time to work on not being afraid. Because if you're afraid and the love you're looking for is right in front of you, guess what? You're going to miss it. And the love that you miss now will not be back around to visit you again for at least another six months. I guess I better keep an eye out then. Anything else we need to know about? All they say is <laughs> kind of blunt about it, but they just, they're just saying, don't be stupid. <laughs> um, I, we're human beings. Of course, we're going to be stupid. It's, I don't, I, we're human. We, we mess up quite a bit. They say they know, but they're, <laughs> don't go looking for it. Don't, don't go looking for stupid. Okay. That's a new word to their vocabulary. They don't use stupid very much, but now they are. At least that's how I'm translating what they're saying. And they say that works. So that's what they mean, stupid. Any last words, guys? I'm Now they're playing me a song. Um, Captain and Tennille. Um, love... Love is was what's keeping us together. I'm not going to sing. Yeah, I, I can I can hear the tune in my head, uh, but it's about love. I 
and that's they're not saying anything else because I don't know where to go from there. Um, except that I guess uh, love is important this week. Uh, don't be stupid is important this week. Uh, paying attention as you're driving is important. Um, watch making big, big purchases over 500. That's important. And uh, looking out for love. It's a lot of important stuff in one week. Okay, so I guess we'll rock and roll on that. Thank you, Joshua and Selena. Okay, so question and answer of the week. If you would like to send your question to be answered by yours truly, please go to askalipodcast.com, click on the link, fill out the form, and send it. If you support the podcast, your link is not in the same place as everybody else's link. Their link is right when you hop on the Ask Alley page. They scroll down. There's their link. Your link, on the other hand, is in the posts on the Ask Alley page. I can't pin it, so every once in a while I have to repost it. But that's where your link is. You don't have to go through as much to send me a question as the people who want a free question answered have to do. Okay? All right. So this is from HH, and they ask, what are my odds that I'll be a well-known director? Well, I'd say your odds are just as good as everybody else. Um, it all depends how much do you want it, how much you know effort are you going to put into it, how much um, time and sweat, sweat equity, you know, you're going to do this. No one's going to be a well-known director unless you're out there directing. So do short films, do commercials, do online web webisodes. You know, keep if you if you keep going and you don't stop, the odds of you being a well-known director go up dramatically. And how what I feel about this is that if you continue on your current path and do not let others try to sway you to go get a normal job, um, a, a full-time normal job, not a part-time normal job, which is what you have, but a full-time normal job and ditch the directing thing because that's only pipe dreams. If you listen to them, well, of course, you're never going to make it. But if you don't listen to them and you keep your normal part-time job and you keep pushing with directing, you will be a well-known director in about the next 10 to 15 years, which I know sounds like a long time, but you're saying well-known. I think well-known. I think Spielberg. I think um, Ron Howard. Um, you know, directors like that. That's what I think of when I think well-known. So, but you'll be a working director making films within five. But the well-known part comes later. All right. But thank you so much for sending in your question. Whew. Now here we are, guys, to topic of the week. Uh, it's interesting that Joshua and Selena bring up uh, love, and that if love is you know standing in front of you, you, you better do something about it, because if not, there'll be another six months till it zips back around again. Because I figured out this topic this morning, and it is opening up to romantic love in five steps or less. So I think it's interesting that this is a topic that came to me, and then they have to mention love in their uh, messages of the week. So I know of a lot of people who want romantic love in their life. Either a brand new partner, because they're single, divorced, widowed, 
whatnot, or they want a deeper, more intimate romantic relationship with their current partner um, because the relationship is has gone stale. You know, the, it's, it's not, um, there's not that deep connection that they, that they both want and crave for. When you're hurt, it doesn't matter if you're hurt from a previous love or your current love, it's very difficult to hop back on the horse and allow romantic love to come back in. When you're a kid, you bounce back and search for romantic love right away. When I mean a kid, I'm talking about, say, age um, 13 and under before puberty really kicks in. Kids in elementary and middle school, they bounce from relationship to relationship. I mean, the kids on my bus from the middle school, someone's in a new relationship every other week. And the love of their life and everything's going to work out. Next thing I know, and that person's an idiot. I'm on to so-and-so. Romantic love in elementary and middle school tends to, to roll with the punches. Because at that age, we don't stop and think and analyze about romantic love and what's happened and what could happen. We just roll with it and go for the next person. You know, we see somebody else, we feel that attraction, we go. We don't overanalyze it. That's why we bounce back. As we age, and this, and when I say as we age, I'm starting when puberty hits and those hormones start to go wonky. We put more thought into romantic love than feeling into romantic love. Doing that closes off relationships to us. It's more difficult to express and to receive romantic love. And thinking through romantic love, thinking through it all, it's a learned behavior. We, we don't pop out of the womb and you know get to age 13 um, with doing that already. We learn that once we hit, well, basically once we hit high school and work our way up. And the older we get and the more relationships we have in the done can as opposed to, you know, the current can or the what's before us, um, the more we tend to analyze and tear apart um, what's coming to us. A good thing about, the only good thing about that part is that we are pretty, um, settled in what we like, what we don't like, what we'll tolerate, what we, what we won't tolerate. That's the one good thing about relationships that don't work and that they're on, they're on the other side of the fence, <laughs> so to speak. We learn from that. At least we should be learning from that. If we don't learn, we repeat the same mistakes over and over again, which none of us, who likes that kind of crap? We don't. But we analyze and think about love a lot more often instead of feeling it. And that's the problem. Another big thing is that we, we have, we have forgotten that no one's perfect, that what we see on in the movies and TV and magazines on Instagram, on Facebook, it's not all the time real. You know, pictures are doctored to make them look fantastic. Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, all those places, especially Facebook, nobody wants to put out the bad crap, so they don't. They paint you rosy pictures. When you put something that horrible has happened to you and you put it on Facebook, whether um, uh, you found out your husband was cheating on you, to you lost your job, 
um, a friend stabbed you in the back, figuratively, not actually, not literally. Um, we don't tend to put that stuff on there because it, we feel bad about it. And when, when people read it, um, they might think less of us. That's what we think. They might, they might think less of us. And then we hear the pity. And I don't know about you, but I hate pity. I hate hearing pity. Um, and I heard a lot of that for the last several years, but that's why nobody posts negative or bad things or whatever to Facebook. They want people to look at their feed and say, Hey, everything's perfect. Well, everything's not perfect. There is no such thing as perfect for human beings. We fuck up. It is that simple. We're going to screw it up over and over and over again. Even if everything is going fantastic, it just takes one little screw up and everything goes down the tubes. What's important is that we learn from it. Okay. So once you realize that no one's perfect, keep in mind, no one's perfect, then it's easier to move forward. Now, step one to opening yourself up to romantic love again, read a romantic book. I'm not kidding. I know that sounds, um, astronomically simple and it might be kind of stupid. If you don't want to read it, get audible and have it, have it, you know, have it voiced to you. It, I don't care. Read a romantic book because when you read a romantic book, it allows you to feel the romantic love between the characters and the sexual excitement without putting your own, um, emotions at risk. So you're not investing yourself in this relationship, in this book, it's characters written by somebody else. And you see the love turmoil they go through. Believe it or not, when you read romantic books, it opens up your heart chakra. Okay. It honestly, it does. Step two, give yourself a 15 minute dance party. Nobody, nobody has to see you dance. Just put on the music and, you know, move to it. You can slow move. You can beep up all over the place. Who cares? <laughs> this 15 minute dance party, this moves the energy through all your chakras or your energy portals, whatever you would like to call them. And it, it opens them up and it energizes them. This is a good thing. Okay. Step three, join a dating site. And I, I hear so many of you going, I am never going to effing do that again. It's a horrible experience. They suck. And then the other people are going, yeah, that's a fantastic thing. Again, we're all different. We all have different experiences, but just pick one. Even if you hate them, just pick one, one dating site. Um, and I'm going to be having a dating site soon. This wasn't part of the step, but, um, soulful connections. When the book comes out, I'm also going to do soulful connections, the dating site, but that's down the road a little bit. But right now, Right now, I want you to, okay, Cupid is free, as is Plenty of Fish, both of them. And all you have to do is join, do your profile, engage with some people. They send you a little message. You send the little message back. It's engaging. Engage back and forth. This opens up your throat and solar plexus chakras. Open it up because it's exciting when someone shows an interest in you, even if you are not interested in all at them. But hey, someone's taking an interest. Okay. Step four, talk to people while you're out and about. This could mean while you're standing in line at the post office. A oh, man, and you say, man, did, did, 
mean, did you see a thunderstorm last night? I mean, it kept me up. What about you? They comment. Or, hey, did you watch that football game? Or, man, this lettuce is pressed awful, priced awful high, don't you think? You know, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be, how you doing? Or, um, excuse me, sir, could you, could you move just a second? Because you're reaching for something. It doesn't matter what it is. As long as you're not being mean. <laughs> but it doesn't matter what it is. Engage with other people. Okay? There's nothing to this. There, there, there's no ulterior motive. You're not going to be looking for some sort of deeper meaning with it. It's engaging with other people. This helps your throat and solar plexus chakras again. Okay? And a lot of times, you know, I've had I've talked to people and sometimes they just grunt at you or they don't say anything or um, they, uh, they, 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 they're just rude, really rude. Hi, Charlie. If you hear any purring in the background, this is Charlie who's doing it. And you can breathe near Charlie and the cat purrs. But uh, he purrs like my old cat Trouble when he was alive. Same purr. Yes. Okay, so that's step four. Talk to people. Step five. Say yes to a coffee date. It's a coffee date. Um, we all, you know, we work. A lot of people work and you have your lunch break. It's a half an hour. Make it a coffee date. That's all you're going to do. Meet somebody, cup of coffee. You've got, what, 15, 20 minutes. Get to know one another. Boom, gone. You may like them. They may like you. It may never go any further than the coffee. And that's fine. It's just you getting out there. It's you interacting with people. Um, that you going out there and interacting, putting yourself on the line. And I say coffee date because it's public. It's with a lot of people. And um, I always think safety. Safety first. Anytime you, you go someplace, you make it public. You let people know you're going there. And the name of the person that is uh, that you're going to be with. Very much about safety. And this has nothing to do with the steps. But if you, when you do join um, the dating site, if you wish to speak to people, get a Google Voice phone number. It's free. Um, and you can have it set up so people call you on that Google Voice. You can have it forwarded to your phone. What happens when they call? You don't know it's from Google Voice, but the number pops up, you answer it. It gives you the opportunity to accept or deny the call based on who's on the other side. So you're still screening it. You're not going to open it, you know, not answer it and they're already going to be there. But in text messages, that way they can get in contact with you without knowing where you live. With phones today, regular cell phones, there are ways that they can get your, your coordinates of where you're at based on your phone number. And there could, there are times you don't want people to know where you live and stalking and, and crap like that. So be safe. Google voice. <laughs> I tell it to everybody, Google voice. So at any time with these five steps, you can go, you can read the romantic book and allow the, the love to, to flow through you and the sexual excitement to flow through you. And think, you know what? I think I'm just going to, oh, I'm going to go join a dating site. Skip over two, go to three. Skip over four and go to five and go out for a coffee date. You can do that. Uh, you can 
just read the romantic book and allow the feelings of, of love and uh, sexual excitement to come over you and go out and about. And as you talk to people, which would be step four, maybe you're going to run into someone and you have a longer conversation. And they take you, they ask you if you want a cup of coffee, you go on a coffee date. So the steps don't have to go in order. You can skip over them. Uh, you can go back through them again if you need to. But I'm telling you, as a person who has uh, successfully um, closed herself off to romantic love uh, for quite some time, because I honestly, I just didn't want to deal with it. <laughs> I just didn't want to. These steps work. I am living proof that they work. Okay. So give it a shot. You have absolutely nothing to lose. All right. All right. So speaking of nothing to lose, the podcast deal of the week uh, is the heart energy tune-up. Now heart energy, the heart chakra, that's where love, you know, love, love and romantic love is stored along with unity and peace. It's a tune-up just like back when I did the CEO energy. I look at the eight streams or the eight chakras. I tell you what's going on with each of them. And I send you the holistic remedies for you to tune up your heart chakra. Okay. Uh, it's $39, just like it was before. Uh, it's a cap at 25. I can only do 25 of these a week because it takes some time and uh, school is still in session. So, but if you're interested in having one of those, send me an email, allythees at yahoo.com, A-L-L-I-E-T as in Tom, H-E-I-S-S, like Sam Sam, at yahoo, you know, yahoo, Y-A-H-O-O, dot com and um we'll get you set up and i will do this for you it's just that simple so i want to thank you for joining me here at ask alley if you like this episode please rate it and tell your friends the more people who listen the more people that i can help have their aha moments join me on facebook twitter and instagram and of course the website is askallypodcast.com you guys have yourself a fabulous week and i'll catch you next monday when i'll be 50 <laughs> take care guys bye bye